Wainwright.net. Milestone start for Adam Wainwright tonight as the Cardinals go for two out of three against the Astros at Bush Stadium. It'll be the 400th start of Wainwright's career. The Cubs try to avoid a sweep by the Phillies at Wrigley tonight with Kyle Hendricks opposing Taiwan Walker on the mound. Former world number one women's tennis player Caroline Wozniacki announced her return to competition today. The 32-year-old retired three years ago to start a family. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Thursday Bubba's boneless wings are half price. Four. This is Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three KXNO. Welcome back, Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you up until uh, 1 o'clock. Brian Walton covers the Cardinals for thecardinalnation.com. He comes up here in about, oh, 10 minutes or so. We'll get Brian in here, talk about those Redbirds. Another one got away from them last night. Bullpen blows another. If they're going to get back into this thing, obviously, they've got to start stringing some wins together. Uh, it's going to take. Look, it's going to be tough to do. They've put themselves in a really uh, bad spot in order to win that division. And if you don't win the division, there's no safety net as far as a wild card. That seems uh, like a, um, a long shot at absolute best. Uh, I would put it as a no shot at absolute best uh, that that's going to happen. But the bullpen has been it's been brutal. Uh, no doubt about it. All right, we're going to talk also to uh, Nick Athen, who covers the Kansas City Chiefs. Hopefully we can get Nick in here. We'll talk about the defending champs and what lies ahead for them. Uh, but, uh, during the break, I've received a couple of pictures uh, from one in the state and one uh, in the uh, nation's capital in Washington, looking at the monument from afar. The air quality there is just pathetic. Uh, and uh, KXNO, I guess, booming, booming. Uh, into Cedar Rapids. God, I love the FM switch. 106.3 you can hear us live in Cedar Rapids this morning. And a friend of mine, Tom Mullenbrook, who uh, some of you may know, he was formerly uh, a principal. If, you, if your kids grew up in Ankeny, um, he's principal at um, East Elementary and uh, Crocker. Uh, he's in Cedar Rapids and said, uh, sent along, passed along that uh, it's brutal out there. Uh, that it seems like it's dark. So maybe we're catching a little bit of a break as I look out the windows here at... Um, on Grand Avenue in downtown Des Moines, or just west of downtown Des Moines. It doesn't seem like the smoke is that big of an issue, so hopefully it will stay that way. I mentioned the gambling uh, situation in the NFL. The NFL has handed down their punishment um, to Colts. Isaiah Rogers and Rashad Berry, uh, both of them suspended at least through the 2023 season. It looks as though it probably will be even worse for Rodgers as he bet on his team. He put together a parlay, and one of the legs of his parlay was betting on uh, one of the running backs on his team, uh, one of the um, – Bets that you could put make uh, part of the pro- of his parlay had to do with running back, whether it would be over under number. Not sure which way he went, but just the fact that he included it uh, that tells me that uh, maybe maybe Isaiah Rogers uh, is going to um, you know pay a more severe price than any of the others. A free agent, he's suspended in uh, in a guy that an offensive tackle uh, from the Titans. So those are the four guys that are going to see their seasons, at least some cases, not take place. All right, so let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get Nick Athen in here if we can. Uh, He told me he's uh, he's actually packing and moving back to Kansas City, so uh, he's excited to do that, and uh, we're excited for that selfishly, as it will be much better coverage from Nick at ChiefsFocus and PrimetimeSportsTalk.com. But the 
the defending champs. Do you take a stand against them? It's so tough to repeat in sports. Uh, and, and with the Chiefs being such a, a short price, when you're, um, if, if indeed you're going to, you know, bet on them to win a Super Bowl or bet on them to win the AFC West or to win the AFC, I, when when I make my future plays, I always take a stand against the team. Sometimes it comes back to bite you, but when it comes to the Chiefs, it's tough to repeat. It really and truly is. Can they do it this year? I mean, the roster says that they can. They've still got. Patrick Mahomes under center. Uh, and it's not like there's this, the bullseye on their back is new to them, but it's such a short price. I'm going to take a stand against those Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Focus and PrimetimeSportsTalk.com is where you can read Nick. Am I doing the right thing, Nick? Taking a stand against the Chiefs and saying that they can't repeat and leaving them off my future <coughs> tickets? Where are you on this you, team? You, you anti-Chief, you. Jesus, <laughs> goodness. Never bet against Patrick Mahomes. Never, 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 ever. Tough to repeat, uh, though, no. Nick. Tough to repeat. It's tough. I mean, it's only been done a few times. Yep. And you're talking about some dynasty teams, and you know, I, I think, I, I think what you said in the opening was pretty was pretty solid. You know, they they have the target on their back. They did it last year. They they know what to expect. They're the they're the best team in football. Everybody's coming after them. Um, but you know, I just. You know, over the last, like, four or five weeks, everybody's been posting these videos about Mahomes and the season and, you know, the injuries and stuff, and I just marvel at what he accomplished. And he wasn't anywhere close to 100% healthy. And, you know, now his offensive line, I think, is better than it was last year. Um, the wide receivers maybe take a step back, but he's got some young guys. And, you know, if Mahomes is going to spread the ball around, but and I think the defense is going to be better. So if you factor all those things, the fact that the, 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 the moment's not too big for them, they understand what they have to do. They all have the same goal as to win Super Bowls. Can they go back-to-back? Back? I, I think if there's a team that can do it in this era, it's going to be this one. And uh, I, I wouldn't bet against them this year. I just wouldn't. Yeah, maybe making a mistake, but just when they see a short price, and there's so many – uh, so many good teams with young core. Well, they're, yeah. they're not young necessarily anymore; relatively young. Uh, but right. I mean, since Cincinnati, Cincinnati <laughs> and Kansas City to me is the '90s version of the Niners and the Cowboys. Remember those great? Uh, yeah, uh, it's the real Super yeah. Bowl. The NFC, the whoever wins the NFC, that's <laughs> the true Super Bowl. That's what I look at when I see Cincinnati and Kansas City seemingly on a collision course. Most years, I mean, you can throw Buffalo yep. into the equation. Maybe the Chargers some year. Maybe Jacksonville is going to get there at some point. But Cincinnati and Kansas City have taken over for the Cowboys and the Niners, which was such a great rivalry in the 90s. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think they're the they're the they're the one A and one B, you know, uh, of the AFC right now. I mean, I I love Joe Joe Burrow. I think he's an outstanding quarterback. Um, you know, I think he's he's he certainly moved past Josh Allen, uh, but he's also he's got a plethora of weapons. I mean, he has the most offensive firepower of any team in the AFC, probably in any team in the NFL. But a bad offensive um, line, Nick. <laughs> but a bad offensive line, and adding Orlando Brown's not going to help much. So that's the problem. Yeah. You know, if the line can be average and, mm-hmm. you know, Burrow can get the ball off quickly and all the receivers are on the same page, then they're still going to score 25, 30 points a game. You know, their defense is solid. Their coaching is solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very concerned about their offensive line. Um, that, that, that's, that could be their Achilles heel. But if you're comparing, you know, firepower, overall team, coaching, 
you know, everything. They're 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 one and two uh, clearly right now in the AFC. Let me give you another team. <laughs> uh, maybe a, maybe it's a dark horse team, and, and the Chiefs are actually going to play them. They'll play them. Uh, is that the Germany game? Is Miami Kansas City? Is that the yep. game in Germany? That's what I thought. Um, yep. What about Miami? Where are you on the Dolphins this year? Obviously, Tua's got to stay healthy. Defense yeah. is defense is good. Uh, I like their young weapons. Um, if Dalvin Cook signs there, I think that's mm-hmm. a boost because I, I mean, I'm not saying he's got he's not the same guy he was a few years ago, no. but I think there's something left. Where are you on the fish? You know, I, I I like the Dolphins. I think defensively they're solid. I think offensively they're solid, except for Tua. You know, that's the big question mark. I mean, you know, at three concussions last year. Yeah. Um, you know, they've done a lot of things in the off season to work with him, you know, but, you know, I still look at his arm mechanics. I think his footwork is fine. I just think his release points are still kind of erratic. You know, he does float a lot of balls, but when you got wide receivers that are capable of stretching the field, you know, coming back to the football and, you know, have a general idea as to when their quarterback's in trouble, what to do. I mean, that's big and that's what Tua needs. Um, but we saw last year, you know, that when they were, at a stretch, they were playing some outstanding football, and then things the wheels kind of fell off. and And I think it's going to be difficult for them. That division is just brutal. They've taken over as the best team in the the best division in the AFC um, past it, you know what used to be the AFC West when everybody was really strong. But but you know they got to they got to play the Bills twice. They got to play the Jets twice. You know uh, they got to play Buffalo twice. That no one's going to dominate that division from a, from a from a, a divisional record. You know, you're probably looking at a four and two. Uh, it's probably going to win that win that division, but that's some tough competition. And their schedule is a little bit different this year. It's a little bit better. They play a lot more stronger teams. Um, it's not going to be. They, they don't have a whole lot of cupcakes. Um, so we'll see. But I'm not. I'm not a tie on Tua. I mean, I put him in the top twelve, maybe thirteen of the quarterbacks. You know, in the NFL right now, but I I wouldn't certainly put him in a top ten. Yeah, won nine games last year. Just gotta find a way into the playoffs. Um, right. Yeah, it's it's tough. I, I'm and I'm with you on two. And I think you said the magic word. The, sadly, concussions uh, for him. Yeah. And uh, I mean, how many more blows can he take? I, I will say this. Right. Uh, take it, bringing J- Jalen Ramsey over to that secondary with the quarterbacks mm-hmm. uh, in the AFC. Uh, that's pretty stout defensive uh, backfield uh, for the uh, for the Dolphins this year. All right, yep, division d- division wise, is this the year that is it a race? Do the Chargers no. close the gap on the Chiefs? No, hmm. I don't see it. I mean, I, I think I, I you know I I like I like bringing the offensive coordinator. Uh, I think more for the Cowboys. Yeah. But, you know, the problem is the head coach. You know, he's always kind of gotten in the way. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a problem. And, and, I, and I think when you look at their coaching situation, you know, they're all on the hot seat. You know, you've got, you've got a, a top-five quarterback in Justin Herbert. He's, he's gifted. He's got weapons. They drafted the, uh, Quentin from uh, TCU, who I really, really like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they have everything you want from, from a roster, an offense, defense special teams it's just it boils down to coaching again and I, I i just think the chiefs know how to win those close games they know what to do the chargers haven't learned it yet the broncos and the raiders haven't learned it yet and not learned it enough let's put it that way to, to to put a serious challenge to the chiefs now does that mean the chiefs are down a game in the last four or five to go um yeah it's quite possible san diego or, i'm sorry los angeles could play really really well and herbert just uh you know, he thinks in offense and, and, 
you know, the running game is going solid and, and there's no excuses and they play great. But again, you know, the division games are always tough. It doesn't matter what the records are. It doesn't matter the talent level. You know, you're talking about three or four points, five points, six points per game, you know, difference in the score in the AFC West, even with the Chiefs. So, you know, could they be better? Yes. Do I think they will be? No. Um, and they haven't signed Herbert to a new contract yet, which to me is a little surprising that they haven't extended him. I thought he would definitely go. Uh, he, he was the next guy to go even before Burrow gets his. Um, and, and I don't know if that's going to be a lingering issue or not, but that, that that's something to watch. Yeah, it's coming for both of them, uh, you got to believe. So the final game of the season for the Chiefs is at L.A. against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. What's on What's on the line? Anything? I mean, is it in the division? I don't want to get carried away and say okay. uh, number one's overall seed for the Chiefs. It might well right, be. Right. Uh, is this game, what does it mean for the AFC West? Put on your, get out your crystal ball. Is this for the division or no? No, I don't think it's going to be for the division. I, I, I thought it was interesting. It's always been the Raiders in the year, now it's the Chargers. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think so. I think the Chiefs will have wrapped up the division before then. Um, for the Chargers, you know, they, 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 they should be a wild-card team. But with all those teams in the AFC East, and, and now you look at the AFC North, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know where that those extra wild-card teams are going to come from. You know, one division could be really, really strong and, and you know, and, and level the playing field. And, you know, I, I just – and listen, the Chargers should be there. They should be an AFC title team. They should be all those things. But in the last game of the year, I think – I think the Chargers will be looking to, to get a playoff spot. Nick, great stuff. Glad you're moving back selfishly to the Midwest. Uh, just <laughs> enhance your Chiefs coverage at primetimesportstalk.com and Chiefs Focus. Uh, we'll uh, talk to you in the weeks ahead. Thank you, Nick Athen. Have a great while, a long weekend. Right. Thank you, Nick. All right. You too, buddy. Yeah, okay. good to talk to you. Nick Athen, as we take, uh, catch uh, up with the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs who are trying to um, repeat. All right, time for another $1,000 home run. You can head to KXNO.com right now and enter this nationwide contest by uh, typing the keyword cash in the pop-up box that will appear. Cash into the pop-up box at KXNO.com. That's your chance to win $1,000. Cash at KXNO.com. More chances coming up with Murph and Andy and the drive with Heather and Sean. All right, let's switch sports, Trent Con. You All right. to do that? Yeah, let's From do it. From football to baseball, Brian Walton joins us, thecardinalnation.com. Brian, I... I keep thinking that this team is about to turn a corner. They take a couple of baby steps. Mancini lets them back into the game in London. 4 nothing lead goes away for the Cubs. Cardinals end up winning it, come back, uh, beat the Astros in the first game of the series. They've got them on the ropes in game number two, and Gallegos blows up after looking pretty good the night before, admittedly. But just, you know, it's seemingly one step forward, two steps back. They just can't get on a roll, Brian. You're right, Ken, and you know we're just a few games away from it being the official midpoint of the season, being 81 of the 162 games. And the reality is, the Cardinals aren't picking up any ground. You know, they're not playing as poorly as they did earlier on, but that's faint praise given that they're nine games out of the division. And you know, you think, well, that's a pretty winnable division. Maybe that's possible. But you know, you've always got the wild card, right? Well, they are eleven and a half games out of the wild card. Right. So you can't count on that as a way to slip into the playoffs. If they can't win the weak central division, they're going to be home in October. And let's face it, you know, fifth place is not the place to be when you're midway through the year. 
And you know what? Between now and the break, they've got three against the Yankees, Mm. four in Miami, and that's no picnic the way the Marlins are playing before finishing uh, on the south side in Chicago. You know that's th- right, and uh, Skip Schumacher, of course, the former Cardinals manager, is doing a really nice job with that young yeah, Marlins team, and uh, you know I, they'll be the favorites in a number of those games, I'm sure. So, Brian, more big picture. Yeah, this year's been frustrating, but we were talking about the Cardinals. I think it was a week back, and a Cardinal fan uh, tweeted at us on our show account, and what the front office has done as it pertains to free agencies, and mostly that's what it was, free agencies. It's been deplorable. I mean, it's been absolutely hideous what they've done there. Is it time to not just look at the players and obviously the manager, but to dig a little bit deeper and see what this front office is doing because what they've done as it pertains to that, it just has not gone very well. Well, certainly, I think, Trent, them looking at their processes and the way the ways they build a team. You know, one of the areas that we've talked about and everybody's really talked about since the beginning of the season was the Cardinals had had, had a pitch-to-contact philosophy. They did not value the strikeout highly in the pitchers that they put on the Major League roster as well as the players that they drafted. And the game has changed. You know, as the, as the, um, the defensive rules have changed, you now you can no longer shift. All of a sudden, now the strikeout is more important, and the Cardinals are, are, are almost at the bottom of the Major Leagues in strikeouts. So they don't have a team that's constructed well in the current rules. They don't have any speed burners to steal bases to speak of. So there's some roster construction issues. But, you know, what the impatient fans would like to see is them to clear out the front office. And I don't think that's going to happen for one important reason. And that is that John Mosellock, the president of baseball operations, has, what, 15 years of goodwill built up, never mm-hmm. having a losing record, always made the playoffs, and he is very, very closely linked with Bill DeWitt Jr., the principal owner of the Cardinals. And Bill DeWitt Jr. is a, is a very savvy businessman, but he's also very involved behind the scenes in running the team. And I can tell you that John Mosellock, the major moves that John Mosellock makes, Bill DeWitt approves. There's no doubt about it. So, point being, he's gonna, if DeWitt place, replaces his guy, he's going to get another guy who's pretty much like the guy he had. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm watching the game last night, listening to the game. I got there about the, the oh, midway through the fifth inning. So, where we, where we're, they, movement, uh, they moved to the seventh inning, and here comes Chris Stratton. It's a one, two, three, uh, a seventh inning. And listening to Edmonds and Chip Carey, they both thought that Stratton was going to come out and pitch the eighth. Because Gallegos has pitched the night before, they thought, you know, Stratton had been offered 10 days. Uh, they thought, you know what, he'll come out for the eighth before they turn it over to their new closer in Jordan Hicks. And my God, they've got something there. Um, is this on Marmol? Did Marmol take a lot of heat for going to Gallegos? Obviously, hindsight being what it is, it didn't work. Uh, but should Stratton have stayed in? Well, in hindsight, of course, you say 100% odds, yes. Now, Stratton has had his ups and downs this year as well. But as you said, you know, he had that very quick one, two, three inning. And if you look at the numbers, and the Cardinals look at the numbers, so they knew this better than anybody else, Gallegos doesn't pitch well when he's asked to throw two days in a row. And the prior day, I think he threw something like 23 pitches. So it wasn't a short outing. So they were, you know, playing with fire by asking Gallegos to come in and pitch two days in a row. And, you know, it bit him. And not only did it bite him, he gave up one home run. They kept him in, he gave up another. And so it's sort of like, well, my gosh, it's 8-7. to You know, maybe we still have another chance to come back again. And all of a sudden, it's 10-7. to It's like, well, you know, it's all over. Head for the exits. This organization has had so much success the last three decades, and even further back than that. Could they handle a teardown? Could it be with the Reds coming, the Pirates maybe coming, the Cubs getting ready to spend that, and we're going to build this, we're going to, 
break it down and build it back up. Could the fan base handle that with all the success? Hmm. Absolutely not. No. I don't think the fan base can handle it. And let me tell you, what when I say the fan base couldn't handle it, 3.3 million fans are going to stop coming to the ballpark. Yeah. They're going to stop having some of the highest ratings uh, on for their television uh, viewership in MLB. And that's what affects the bottom line of the team. So, you know, the Cardinals want to keep the turnstiles moving. They want to keep the rear ends in the seats. And even, you know, this year where the play hasn't been so good, you know, they still had some very, very good crowds. And so a teardown, you know, immediately means not only 100 losses, but it also means a huge drop in attendance for a year or two as you retool. And let's get into the details. If they were to retool, what would that mean? Well, Paul Goldschmidt, That's right? That's number one. Any yeah, team yep. would want. Yep. And Nolan Arnato, he got pissed off before when he was on a team that wasn't competitive. <laughs> if Goldschmidt gets traded, Arnato's going to say, get me the heck out of here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't have those two guys. You know, you don't have much of anything. you got a bunch of young guys that aren't proven. And, you know, on the other hand, now we play the other side of the argument. Last night, both Goldschmidt and Arnato hit home runs, and they still lost the game. <laughs> so, you know, they got to find some way to improve their pitching. They yeah, just got to. No, no doubt about it. So, um, you know, when back to Goldschmidt, when you hear Diamondbacks, when you hear Phillies, when you hear, I mean, there's a lot of teams that would love to have, but those two seemingly are the loudest. Is that just those teams or those teams' writers speculate? I mean, is Goldschmidt. Um, I mean, are they, are, are they? Might they be forced to trade him? Well, first of all, Paul Goldschmidt has no trade protection. Mm-hmm. He's got another year in his contract. Um, you know, he's getting up in years. But I don't think Goldschmidt has done any. At least I haven't seen or heard anything to let me to suggest that Goldschmidt's unhappy with the Cardinals. And if they were to approach him and say, "Hey, you know, what would it take for you to waive your no trade?" Well, that's going to get to the rest of the team, and then all of a sudden everybody's going to say, hey, they've given up on us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Cardinals are trying to find some way to get back to 500, get back to respectability. And, you know, you you send the signal to the team, hey, we're going to dump our our best player. You know, how would you feel? Yeah, Uh, fair point. (laughs) Not, Not very good. Even with all the negativity, all the frustrations, Fangraph still has them 20% to make the playoffs, still has them 18.5% to win the division. Do those odds marry with what your eyes see and what you still believe can happen and turn around with this team? You guys know from having on, had me on for years, I've been you know pretty optimistic about the Cardinals, generally speaking. I don't see right now how they can stem that tide and pass all those teams. I didn't count how many teams are ahead of them in the wild card race. I think it's like eight or nine, mm. you know, and four in the division. You know, again, great, a half a season, a lot, a lot of things can happen, but it would take some tremendous luck. I think what the Cardinals need to do, and what they will likely do, is look for more Jordan Montgomery type of trades. And what I mean is, get an established pitcher who has, is controllable for at least another year, maybe two. And they'll be willing to maybe give up prospects. The Cardinals have a pretty good farm system. They're considered you know, the top ten in, in the game. And they've got some young players. They've got some redundancies on the infield you know, with Donovan and Gorman and Edmund and, and all. So you know, they could make some trades, I think, to try to get pitching that they can keep around for another year because, you know, Flaherty's going to be gone. Montgomery's schedule will be gone. Uh, of course, Wainwright's going to retire. And so, you know, there's, they have a, a, a need for pitching not only this year, but to get them set up to hopefully get out of the gates better next year. Mm. Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com. Brian, thanks for spending a few minutes talking about those Redbirds. Uh, it's, uh, it's better for our show when the Redbirds are in the hunt, and we're certainly crossing our fingers and hoping they can turn things around and making themselves uh, a, pa- a part of this uh, division race uh, before we get to September. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Have a wonderful Fourth of July weekend. Thanks, Brian. 
Same to you guys. Good to talk to you. Brian Walton, CardinalNation.com, as we take a look at those red birds. I uh, misread the Fangraphs graph here. It's 10.3% to win the division, so not quite as high as I thought. The favorite at Fangraphs to win the Central is the Brewers. Uh huh. Over half the time, hmm. 52.9%. Second is the Reds at 18.6%. Cubs at 14.3%. Cardinals at 10.3%. And the Pirates, just a shade under 4%. Do you have the American League Central? I do. Um, I'm anxious to know where the white. So the the Cardinals are ten point what? Ten point five. Yeah, right in that room. What was it? Uh, scrolling back. Ten point three percent. Ten point three. I'm anxious to know where the White Sox are in in the Central of the American League. For the first time since my birthday, April 11th, yes. the Twins are not in first place. Oh, the Twins though are still the favorite. Fifty four point two percent to win the division. The Guardians at thirty eight point six percent. The White Sox. Your White Sox. <laughs> My White Sox. Sean Roberts' White Sox. My White Sox is I have a ticket on them. Five points. That's it? To win the division. Jesus. 1.4 for the Tigers and 0.0. Good work, Bokarski. Uh, that is the Kansas City Royals. Mm-hmm. You have an over-ticket on. Yeah, thanks, John Miller. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Edibles. <laughs> um, where, um, when did the... Guardians and the Twins happen to finish the season together by chance. When do they play in September? Good question. Let's bring up the tweaky I'm doing schedule. The same here. thing here. They got to play the Orioles this weekend too. The Twins. Oh do, God! By the way. So yeah. they go from Atlanta to Baltimore? to Baltimore. Have fun. Home for the Royals, then Baltimore again. Huh. At the A's, at the Mariners, White Sox, Mariners again. Anyway. Uh, end of the season. Oh my God! I'm looking. I'm I'm looking at. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> Twins pretty good at the end of the year, huh? Mm-hmm. They get the mm-hmm. A's for their last season. Uh, their last series at home. You know, we haven't even mentioned this perfect game last night for Herman. I, I was who stunk in his yes. previous two starts. I mean, stunk. Give up 17 runs. Terrible. Give up 10 his last time out, and then they finish up at the Rockies. Do the Twins last time that's, the Guardians and Twins it. get together? That's nice. They have a three-gamer in the beginning of September, Monday through Wednesday, the 4th through the 6th. That'll be the last time those two teams Do you miss the um, 18, 19 games against each other, against the division? Well, yeah, because it's a terrible division. It always is. Yes. Much more winnable when you have that. Especially if you're looking up at a team and you don't have as many games. But in the Twins' case, their final six games, three at home against Oakland at Colorado? It's a pretty good you one. You feel pretty good about that. All right, it's uh, we're a ton late. Let's get our break again. The keyword is cash. Trends plays. Of the, we got two breaks to get to. It's Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six net. Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp. Everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roofing. Steve! Umpires are in short supply and are greatly needed. Now you can become a youth umpire for baseball and fast pitch with Iowa U-Triple-S-A sports officials and Central Iowa sports. Be around the game that you love and the greatest part-time opportunity ever where you can make great money. They offer on-field training and no experience required to apply. For more information to get back into the game, go to IA. USO.com. That's IAUSO.com. 
and get back CI.com. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Condon, welcome back. Trent's place of the day still to come. We'll get to those here all in about 10 minutes or thereabouts. Uh, when you're uh, looking at the uh, at the NFL, trying to find the, uh, you know, not, not the Niners or uh, not the Eagles or the Chiefs or the Bengals, that, that, that. have you found kind of a dark horse team? Or maybe, do you like one more than the others? The one that I keep coming back to is Seattle. And I'm not exactly sure why. I, I think a part of it is because the AFC, A, you have Kansas City. Right. You have Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And, well, I'm taking a stand against, by the way, this year. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll never learn, will you? No. <laughs> I get it. It's in your division. Yeah, and you cannot stop. It's more than that. I can't bet favorites. They are a favorite, yes. But you still, you like prices. Mm-hmm. And what's the old adage? It's something that certainly during football season always drives me nuts. A lot of value. I say it myself, too. Yeah. There's value on it. Well, there's only value if it wins. If it wins, right, right. <laughs> I say the same thing in horses. Yes. Right. Great value. Mm-hmm. For a if team. it gets there. Right. And it, it doesn't uh-huh. happen. And the same thing there. You love to build this resume. Now, I could understand. Let's say this. What was it? Th- their first Super Bowl year. Was that when they were like 3-3 three and three or was it the – one of the years, though, they got off to a slow start. If that happens again or they're on a two-game losing streak at some point, then you have to put it then in Then you go in, yeah. If you're somebody right now, you, at this price, you're mm-hmm. not going to bet Kansas City. Fine, I get that and I certainly understand it. But the way that you build a full portfolio of futures with a ton of different teams – you have to put them in there at some point. Well, I did and last year, and I, I lost. I only ended up losing half of my money. <laughs> I call it a saver ticket, right? Because yes. I saved a little bit of my money. That's the way that you have to play it. Uh-huh. But that's the tough part, too. I know. Is because they're playing terrible. And you, see, I had this right. Mm-hmm. I had. I knew it. I knew that this was going to so be the You could throw them back. out this year. But that's the time you got to jump. Yeah. Well, here's you know here's one way of looking at it. if you do if you do have to bet the Chiefs, who are they going to beat in the Super Bowl? If they beat the Eagles and you bet it now, mm-hmm. that's thirty to one. Thirty to one, huh? If they beat the Niners, that's thirty five to one. Wow. If you pick if that's if that's your Super Bowl matchup, those are pretty juicy prices for two of the I don't know. Uh, Favorites? Mm-hmm. Who else would be Buffalo? Um, the Buffalo uh, in the in the NFC. Well, the team know. that I who keep going it? back to is Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. yeah, that's who I keep coming back to. So, Chiefs to beat the Cowboys fifty five to one to win the NFC just to get to the Super Bowl. This is what it is. I open up DraftKings. That's where these are currently. The Eagles are the favorite plus two fifty. Mm-hmm. No thanks. No, of course not. not. Not with that. Niners are probably three to one. Two eighty. Four twenty-five. Are they really? Maybe because of the uncertainty of quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The Cowboys are the third choice. Mm-hmm. They're six to one. Yeah. Does that intrigue you at all? Last year we talked about that buzz that built all throughout the summer on the Eagles. There hasn't been a team like the Eagles were last year. No. I mean, you remember how that momentum it felt like. A 
boy, these odds are off. The Cowboys shouldn't mm-hmm. be that big of a favorite. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to August, if, they the weren't Eagles. anymore. Right, it was the Eagles. The momentum just built. I don't know. Do, do you buy? Did you buy Dak Prescott? He's not terrible He's by not any terrible. means. There are times that you look at him and say, yeah, that is a very solid, good, mm-hmm. competent quarterback. Mm-hmm. Lions are the fourth choice. I'm not going to bet the Lions. I already did. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Lions. Yeah. I know that's not fair to the guys that are there mm-hmm. currently. What does Brandon Cooks do for the Cowboys to go along with C.D. Lamb? Who else is there? Um, they got dudes. Oh, Gallup. It's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. It's they not got a talent players. problem. Yeah. Is it a culture problem? Is Coach problem? problem? Coach problem? You can certainly go that route, and plenty of Packer fans would probably I mean, one of the, the most dynamic players on the in the game on the other side of the ball in Micah Parsons? I mean, it's Seattle for me. They're 11-1 to win the NFC. So why, though? What we saw last year, you have a solid quarterback, mm-hmm. an above-average quarterback. Mm-hmm. Gino's, what, top 16? That's fair. Yeah, top He's half of the league. Probably right in that range. Yeah. 15, 16, something in that area. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. That defense— Well, at least I, he was last year. Right. And the defense a year ago was so young, I thought they were going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. They were pretty good. They went out and they brought in more. And they're going to run the football. And they play the Cardinals twice. A good offensive line. They're going to play the Rams twice. There's uh-huh. four. You're feeling good about. Mm-hmm. If I was taking a stand just to get to the Super Bowl on somebody out of that favorite list, it's Seattle for me. I like the price at 11-1. to 1. I think there's an opportunity there. And if they do play Philadelphia in an NFC Championship game, they're going to be a significant dog. Do you but know what the the price is for the Chiefs to beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl? Chiefs to beat the Seahawks. Chiefs over Seahawks is eighty to one, one hundred to one at Bet Rivers. <laughs> All right, now we're talking. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Chiefs to beat the Vikings. It's not going to happen. Vikings, come on, one hundred twenty-five to one. So you're putting those together. So I think I how deep do did you get into way. it last night? Uh, I didn't pull the trigger because I know I have until we have to because we're in this Bet Rivers Wimbledon uh, contest. <laughs> no one tennis better, Ken Miller. Well, I mean, I put myself through college with my uh, tennis uh, tennis betting. <laughs> how long were you in college again? Uh, not, not, three days. Three days. Yeah, and well, it was two because I didn't go one day. Um, <laughs> that wasn't for me. Honest to God, I didn't go a week. Yeah, uh, but but <laughs> tennis. We'll figure it out. I guess. And I, and I actually play you. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, like, where you and I are head to head. We got the tough. So side you're not going to help me out, is what you're saying. Absolutely. What do you mean? Not. We we can't bet anybody. No, we can bet anybody. Oh, our bracket because it's a bracket style. So that we're going wh- up whoever the wins other. between you and I goes on, on to face. Well, let me bring up the bracket and see who who's on the bottom side. I already forgot who it was after uh, yesterday when the bracket came out. All right, let's take a peek here. There are eight participants in this contest. So you versus me. We'll be facing off. We get the winner of Hawkeyes and Ted Flint. <laughs> well, that's easy. On the top side of the bracket, it's Brommelkamp against Dallas Jones, who, poor guy, can't win a thing. No, but Brommelkamp wins everything. Yeah, that, that's the number one seed is certainly Brommelkamp. Stansberry against AD. Well, Stansberry forget to put in his bets. Right, so Downs... Yeah, maybe it's a walkover, yeah. So we're looking at Brommelkamp against AD in one semifinal. Mm-hmm. Flynn or Hawkeyes? Who do you like? Uh, no one Hawkeyes. I mean, he's a skinny fella. I bet he? he's probably played a little tennis before. Can't say I, that about Ted Flynn. I, I can't see Flynn out there on the tennis court. So I'm going to take Hawkeyes All on right. that one. And, of course, I'm going to cruise against you. No, I believe you will. Yeah, I believe you will. <laughs> I love your optimism. <laughs> I'm just doing it to fill in. By the way, the Chargers 
to beat the Eagles. Oh, stop with the Chargers. 125 to 1. Chargers to beat the Niners, 150 to 1. How about you give me 20 bucks and I'll just kick, kick you in the pills? I mean, come on. That's not happening. Uh, 1245. Final timeout. Circus plays of the day. Trent sponsors those. They're next. It's Miller and Condon wrapping up uh, Thursday on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.8 show. Umpires are in short supply and are greatly needed. Now you can become a youth umpire for baseball and fast pitch with Iowa U-Triple-S-A sports officials and Central Iowa Sports. Be around the game that you love and the greatest part-time opportunity ever where you can make great money. They offer on-field training and no experience required to apply. For more information to get back into the game, go to IA. USO.com. That's IAUSO.com and get back. Com. The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere, two ways to win and no rake. Play Circa Million, make five picks against the spread each week with quarterly and full season payouts, or join Circa Survivor. Select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Circus Sports Iowa encourages you to gamble responsibly. Problems with gambling? Call or visit 1-800-BETS-OFF. Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day. Presented by Circus Sports Iowa. Hi, welcome back. Final few minutes, 10 minutes before one. Murph and Andy, top of the hour. The drive, Heather and Sean. Well, I believe Heather's off today. Uh, and I also led to believe that Nick Oson is going to sit in with Sean. Yeah, I saw that on social media. Oh, it's already been, it was posted. Yeah. Good. Uh, good for Nick. Um, and for Sean. Be a good listen here from 3 until 6 here today. All right, Trent Condon. Uh, there are some day games, pretty good slate of games tonight. Not a big slate, but the mm-hmm. few that there are pretty good. They're certainly uh, in our wheelhouse with some of the uh, local teams, local, air quote, regional, I guess, better way to put it. Who are you Ye- betting? Yesterday, you but saw you, what I did, right? I saw somebody tweeted at you that you swept the board. Or... 5-0, and oh, plus 7.4 units. That was not just taking Oof. a bunch of favorites either. That's not how I do it. Yep. Over the last 30 days, yes, we're up 25 units. Not too shabby. Mm-hmm. And I drew you in the tennis. I got no shot. Not feeling good, huh? It's all right. We got three plays. Okay. One of them coming up in less than 20 minutes. So you must be playing the the, the Royals play this afternoon and Texas plays this afternoon. Give me Zach Greinke against Shane Bieber. Ooh, going Mi- on a limb. Mispriced. We got plus 143 in that one with Greinke. Against the Guardians. Maybe yeah, but just you get the rest of the Royals with them, you know. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, they barely bat. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, we do have two favorites tonight. Back to the well with the Angels again this evening. Pitching matchup at Sandoval. Uh, just a, Lance Lynn is so bad. I can't put any money behind him, and I think a pretty good price there with the Angels. Mm-hmm. Minus 130, and right back at it again, two in a row with Houston this evening. Same thing with Wainwright. It's Lynn and Wainwright. Wainwright stayed the year too long. I hate to say it. Yeah. I think he's one of those guys that stayed one year too long. So that is the card here for today. Not a real deep one. Now, we also have tonight the match. What are you oh, golf. The golf uh, and that's football, guys, right? It's Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes and Kelsey, Kelsey versus who? Against, good question. Those guys. 
the guys that they're playing. Right. And who are you betting? The guys that they're playing or Kelsey and Mahomes? <laughs> well, if I can't even think of who the other two guys are, I probably shouldn't bet on them. Is there TV? No, I'm not going to watch that. Are You're you not? Going? I'm probably not. Are you going to? Maybe. Twins are off. Baseball, got a couple of bets, but not a whole lot. Cardinals plays, Cubs play. Mm, cards. Jays, mm. Giants, pretty good. I'll probably flip over there. Now, in the past, it's been on TNT. I haven't even seen where it is I have no tonight. idea. Uh, th- this caught me off guard. I know where it's played. It's played at the golf course right behind. Well, it used to be the Desert Inn golf course. Oh, okay. Uh, it's now uh, the Wynn golf course. Oh, they're taking on Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Oh, basketball versus football. Okay. Basketball versus football. Well, and Steph Curry's pretty good stick, I think. Very good stick. People believe that he could. Uh, didn't he try out for like the Corn Ferry Tour or something like that? Not sure. Or at least uh, had an opportunity. I, think I, I saw him drain one from the fairway last weekend. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Like a, lo- like a, a couple hundred yards. Going to be playing at the win. Mm-hmm. Let's see. It's a beautiful course. On TV. It is on TNT. So it'll begin at 5.30 So Barkley's doing it? Oh, I would anticipate. I absolutely. hope so. You know what? Maybe if he's doing it, I might tune in. After. Uh, I, uh, yep, I'll tune in if he's doing it. Twisted your arm. Yep, I'm in. Barkley. I listened to Charles Barkley read the phone book. I really would. He entertains the hell out of me. Hey, last time I told you College World Series and you were And happy I was with in. It. it was last Thursday night. Maybe another help for you. Nah, it's probably not going to happen, <laughs> but, I, but I will watch some of it. All right. That's going to do it for us. Appreciate you being here with us. Uh, Murph and Andy are coming up at the top of the hour. And then the drive, Heather and Sean normally. Sean and Nick Olson today. Miller and Condon weekdays, 11 to 1, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.